Having said that. Now having said that. Having said that. Having said that. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Having Said That with Lander Griffith. I am your host, as I am every single week, Landry Griffith. Today we have a very special guest in the house, in the studio. Um, this guy has been a friend of mine since 8th grade, which would make it just shy of 20 years. I think that would have been 2001. That's yeah. 20 years. We're yeah. going on 20 years now. Perfectly rounds out. Mr. David Owens, welcome. Happy to be here. Good, man. So... Do you have a clue what we're doing tonight? No idea. Which, which makes that even better. Which is terrifying. Because, For you. Yes. Because anybody that knows me, I am a, I prepare. I right. like to know what's going on and have my stuff together uh, to do what I need to do. And so, yes, I am very uncomfortable right now. So when I, when I decided I'm going to do a podcast, I knew, like, I'm going to bring more and more people on. I hope more people want to do it. Uh, but I knew there's a handful of people that have to be on strictly because of the friendship level, right? Sure. And yeah. Not friend, but friendship. Okay. And you were both, obviously both well, really both both, both. here. Yeah. Um. But but I knew I wanted you to do this. Okay. okay. I had a story in mind, um, an idea, I guess, more than a story, a long time ago. But I've been trying to think of how can I do this to make it go with the having said that theme. Okay. Um. And I thought of it. And? So full disclosure, um, I got in trouble for an episode of my introduction episode, which would have been a few weeks back, uh, from Mama Griffith. Ooh. She was not happy that her son, who is 33 going on 34, a father and a husband, <laughs> was using naughty words. Sure. Okay. So she said, I wish I would have known to prepare myself. First of all. We clicked the explicit button. Sure, so there will there, be the there's e. the E there. You saw it? Yeah. Okay. I knew exactly what I was getting <laughs> Yeah. So we're just going to let everybody know there may be a word or two that you may not agree with. Right. And starting out, because of where we are right now, I will be on my best behavior with my language. Are you and, talking about because of the studio? Yes, I am addressing the studio directly. Okay. What do you mean and, by that? Well, the first thing is I have a pink... Uh, unicorn staring at me <laughs> right in the face. And it's not helped because we got Elsa and Anna and, and Olaf and everybody right behind them. And we are surrounded by pink. We are surrounded by pink. Now, I feel directly at home because uh, my daughter, same as yours, this is exactly what her room looks like. Right. So I'm very comfortable here. Sure. But, you know, you have mommy and daddy language and then you have hanging out with the boys type language. We've so kind of crossed to... paths here. What's that? We've crossed paths. Right. So yeah, there's going to be a conflict of uh, the comfortability the, of what I'm saying, and the, the good more alcohol is, involved will uh, sure will will get me there. I know it's nine o'clock at night, but Rainsley is not in bed here; she is in Daddy's bed. That's good. So we're good to go on the other side of the house. Okay, let's do it. I'm ready. All right. Bring it. So the summer of 2010. Okay, so that would have been ten and a half years ago. Okay. We took a trip to what I'm going to say is, if you're excluding my family vacations, was hands down the best trip I've ever taken. Okay? That was a trip that involved me, you, Weston Tucker, Dylan Griffin, and Zach Tearita. We packed up and drove 12 hours all the way to uh, South Padre Island. That is correct. Okay? 
is that safe to say that that was a, I mean, for me personally, that was the top all time dude strip. And I've taken a bus. You and I have been on plenty of trips since yeah. then. I'm going to snowboarding. No, that was absolutely a fantastic trip. Uh, Great memories. Absolutely. Ridiculously laughs. Ridiculous laughs. And some some regrettable experiences. And some as, not. Right. And some not. Um, but the reason I say 10 years ago is I need you, the listener, to take yourself and put yourself into the mind. We would have been 23, 24 at the time. Okay? Yeah. So everybody who's listening, go up back in your mind about 10 to 15 years. Most, most of our listeners are our age up to about mid 40s. Yeah. Okay. What alcoholic beverage would you say that a male at the age of 23 would drink? Beer. Okay. okay I was going to say whiskey, but sure. Not even a little bit then. Okay. But we're talking beer. And when I'm talking beer, we're drinking Coors Light. Oh, we're I, drinking, know, I already know where this is going. I had a feeling you did. Okay. And we're drinking Bud Light. Okay. Like when I say beer, you're probably at that age. You're still doing the Broadway shuffle. You're going to the depot. You're drinking cheap beer. And the reason I say cheap beer is that we're not established in life at this yeah, point. It's Keystone all the way. Exactly. Yeah. We're broke. We're college kids out of college probably by this point, but none of us are. We don't have big boy jobs established. Yet. Yeah. Zach's the only one at this point who's even in a relationship. Weston too, but like I'm talking like on the way to marriage. Okay. Yeah. Maybe some Jaeger bombs here and there. Sure. And you say whiskey drinks, I'll give you whiskey shots, but I'm going to give you like cheap whiskey. What? Nobody's I... sipping whiskey at 23. Well, not not with the intent of drinking whiskey for the flavor. He says I... as he takes a sip of whiskey. <laughs> I I mean, I vividly remember on that road trip down there, um, Johnny <laughs> Walker being in the car. Yes. And so a cool yeah. thing was, is, I'm glad you bring that up. So we drive from Lubbock to uh, Midland, Midland to yeah. pick you up. Correct. Which made no sense because it was way out of the way, but somehow you got in our heads and you said that it would be on the way. Said so you driving. It down. was south. It was south, and okay. that's a, that's where Padre is. So you hopped in the third seat with me, and we cracked open a bottle of Johnny Walker. Mm -hmm. We were smart about doing that in the back because we knew the moment we start, we don't have to drive the trip because we do not drink and drive. We do not condone drinking and driving. Correct. Okay, that was actually the first time I ever tasted scotch, by the way. Oh, well, you're welcome. All right. So we get to Padre, uh, party at the beach all day, drink some beers. Not to interrupt your story, but mm. we had a stop before Padre. We did have a stop before Padre. That I think we need to address. Go for it. We stayed with my sister. No. At her apartment. She wasn't even there. Correct. Sorry, sir. Yes. We stayed at my sister's place. Correct. Alex, thank you for letting us crash at your apartment without oh, you there. Crash. Uh, coming back up here in a second. Yes. Uh, we raided her fridge. I just need to say this so Alex can wants this acknowledged. Because she brings it up all the time. Well, then I'm glad that we can uh, get this taken yeah. care of. Because I know where we're going. With yeah, this. we're going to do this. So uh, we get there. And, and how many guys? I don't know. Five. There was five total. Okay. So five guys. Um, get to her place. Raid her fridge. Raid. Uh, of everything. Um, I, I think at that point we were kind of past the alcohol thing. So alcohol, we weren't even raiding for alcohol. It was straight. We were looking for food. Yeah. Um, the next thing I remember is, I think it was me, Zach, and Weston all ended up in her bed. Right, right, right. I don't even know what you and Dylan did. What me and Dylan did is nobody's business. Sure, fair. <laughs> Secrets here. Um, but then I find out from Alex after we had left that at some point we actually broke her bed. 
didn't know that. Yeah. Is that where you're getting with this? Because I yeah. know she was super upset because Weston and myself decided to eat all the frozen taquitos that she had. Correct. And she was not happy because she came she home to zero. She was upset about that. Zero and, then, and then the fact of three fairly grown, grown adults. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, just broke her bed. If I know Weston Tucker, there's probably jumping on that bed. Yeah, that's exactly correct. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. So, just wanted to throw that okay. in there. Alex, we're sorry. Yeah, and San we Antonio do appreciate your generosity. You've always been nice. Okay. So, we go to Padre, hanging out at the beach all day. We get dressed, and we're going to go to the bar that night at a place called Louie's Backyard. But they have a restaurant down, like downstairs that we want to eat at, mm-hmm. have a nice little dinner before we go upstairs and cut loose. So David's the first person to get to order. He asks the waitress for the drink menu and says, can you come back to me? I remember this like it was yesterday. Okay. Uh, not waitress. Waiter. Sorry. That's yes. actually a very that, valid point. That is important. Yes. It was not a waitress. A waiter. Can you come back to me? Dylan orders beer on tap. Landy orders beer on tap. Weston orders beer on tap. Zach. I'm going to let you guess what he ordered. Beer on tap. Okay. And the reason I bring this up is that we are at a bachelor's party. There is no women in sight in our group, right? Correct. Um, We're there on a mission. So then it's David's turn to order. Okay. So before I let you do this, I'm going to You're going to make me repeat it again? We, listeners, you're 23. Okay. You're in the mind of a poor 23-year-old on a bachelor party, or I can even switch us over to bachelorette, maybe. Um, we order beer and cheap alcohol. Having said that, here is what David Owens likes to order at a bachelor party. You're going to make me say it. You're, I'm going to make you order this. Okay. With, with, uh, with full confidence. Full confidence. To the male bartender slash waiter. Uh, thank you, sir. I will have the Dreamsicle Martini, please. <laughs> the orange Dreamsicle, the orange Dreamsicle Martini. Martini. I'm not joking you. <laughs> that that's one of the hardest I've laughed in my entire life, and it had to have been because this has been ten years later, and I remember this like it was yesterday. Oh. I could probably tell you what order we were sitting in. Okay. Oh, I couldn't. But David orders. <laughs> I'm going to let that settle with you guys and girls. With full confidence. It's like, not. I that knew like, what I wanted. Can I, can I yeah, and that I'm glad you bring up the full TV confidence situation. because I was going when I'm thinking about how I wanted to, to do this intro. I wanted to make sure that of everything else, I respected the confidence. Oh, absolutely! You're I knew a confident what I wanted, guy, and I was letting that guy know what I wanted. Absolutely. Yeah, and there was no if and or buts about it. The orange dreamsicle martini. Right, that is right up my alley. Okay. Right now, I'm... that sounds great. Right, at our age, like if, if the two of us went with our wives on a on a date on a Friday night, and you ordered an orange dreamsicle martini, first of all, I'm going to say mm, that sounds good. Second of all, I'm probably going to say, "Sir, I'll have one too." <laughs> Bachelor party, single, batching it up, twenty three. Oh, yeah. We don't order those. I had no shame in my game. <laughs> okay. I knew what I was about, and I knew who I was. So and what? It was orange dreamsicle martini. So what I have decided to do, and having said that with later Griffith, is we are going to go down a journey of martini tasting tonight. Okay. How's that sound? Fun fact. Since that night, uh, have not had another martini. That is actually a great fact, and you don't understand how happy that just made me. Okay. So what I'm doing now, and as for those of you who can't see, there is a, it's actually my 
daughter's kitchen set. That makes it so much better. I am very prepared tonight. Can you see what all I have going on? I I've got multiple different glasses. Six glasses? Six glasses. Okay. Um, there's going to be some different types of martinis we're going to try. Okay. I'm all for it. But here's where I'm at is you can't start a martini tasting without just a run-in-the-mill typical martini. Okay? Just Fair a enough. martini. So, I mean, I'm, I'm excited about this. So, uh, having never had a martini, I have the dream sickle martini, and I have to admit, it was awful. Was it really? It was terrible. Wow. So That's I, a little upsetting. Yeah. So, it was, it was a bad experience, probably leading to... Well, it was a great experience for me. It was a great story. Uh, yeah, but probably... You know, that speaks to why I haven't had one since is, you know, you get a bad dream sickle one time. I understand that. So full disclosure, I've never had a martini before. I say that. And I'm going to trust you to make I've done some of like the fruity martini type things. I've never had a legitimate gin martini. Is it gin or is it vodka? Well, we're going to get there. I'm glad you asked that. Okay. We're going to get there. Okay. Okay. So one thing I want you to notice real quick is... I, what I'm showing him is a shaker. I pre-made these about 15 minutes ago, right before Dave got here. I've had them sitting in the cooler in my metal shaker. Do you see how frosty it is on the sides? It's pretty frosty. Okay, so that is, if you're doing a shaken martini, Okay. it's not shaken well enough until you see the frost on the side. Okay? It okay. brings it to the perfect temperature. Okay? So what this contains, the regular martini, is we're going gin and vermouth. I will tell you, without me ever having tried one of these, it's going to be dry. Yeah. Probably a little bitter. You're not going to hurt my feelings if you don't like this, but I figured this is the only way to, if we're going to do it, we're going to do this, okay? Okay. I've garnished with an olive. That doesn't mean you have to eat the olive. And actually, if you're doing just a regular martini, the olive doesn't mean much of anything other than garnish. Okay. Okay. I also would like to say that I noticed uh, earlier I said there were six glasses. Yes. I'm glad that you are also drinking and not all six of those will be mine. So I wouldn't mind having you have six martinis. Um, we would definitely be Ubering you home. True. And it's a school night. <laughs> it's a school night. This is true. All right. So this is a martini. So like I said, what it is, it is one part gin. Okay. I chose Tangeray gin. The reason I told Tang chose the brand Tangeray is for two reasons. One, who doesn't want to say Tangeray? Sure. Just say it. See how it makes you feel. Right? Tangeray. I think that they had is that, the... Is that the proper G? It is. And do you it's remember the Tangeray commercials? I feel like they were phenomenal. Tangeray. They used to say something. Do you, Tangeray? Ooh. I just thought that was super catchy. Nice. Well done, Tangeray. I've never drank gin. And yet here I am buying your brand. Okay. Okay. So let's try this. Is there is there a method? You snip it. You... No. So for a, okay. for a cocktail. Because for... if I'm gonna drink, I want to be no, a I'm professional. With uh... And I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of give you some background to the martini here in a second. But okay. when you're doing the sniffing, the nosing, the legs, and all that, that's if you're drinking alcohol straight. Okay. Fair enough. This is not straight. I like Cheers, to, buddy. I like to sniff my. Uh, Thanks for coming. So we're gonna have a little sip of this martini I've never tried before. So, what I get a little bit of taste of it, it's not as dry as I thought it would be. Agreed. Which I'm glad. I do taste the gin very strongly. Um, full disclosure, I, I've only tasted gin once. Um, for my second sip. The only person I know that enjoys gin, it, like enjoys it, enjoys it, would be Dylan. Correct. 
Dylan loves it. I remember one time we were at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and I ordered a whiskey soda, but it came out clear. They, mm-hmm. they made a uh, gin and tonic. Oh, yeah. I thought it was disgusting. Dylan's like, no, dude, I'll drink that all day. Yeah. So now... That's that's Dylan's go-to. That's what, that's what he's bringing to your house. Right. So having said that, I would like to know, Dylan, if you drink the martini. Um, I would, I've never I, seen if, it. If you haven't... I've never, like I said, I've never had one. I kind of enjoy this. I don't think it's yeah, a bad it's not, drink. It's not bad at all. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Take you another little little guzzle or two because we're going to change it up a little bit with, with this glass. With this glass. Yeah, I want you drunk tonight, baby. Sure. Let's see. It's only now. Okay. Just enough to get a little bit out of it. So what we just had is just, just a martini. We call it a regular martini. But if you're going to go to the bar and order a martini, it's going to be exactly the way I just presented it to you. Okay. I don't hate it. There's another version of a martini that you have probably heard ordered that would be a dry martini. Okay. Some of them even order this extra dry. I know my dad, Bobby, which surely he's listening. Um, I've I've seen him order a dry martini. I had no idea what it was, but I just went with it because yeah. I didn't. I don't know. You'd ordered it before? No. Oh, okay. No, he ordered it. And I, it's, I don't know why I didn't ask him what the difference was, but he seemed to enjoy what he did. So I did some research today on martinis, okay? A dry martini is less vermouth. So vermouth is was the additive to this to make it a cocktail. So to and what was the original breakdown? Okay? It was, well, from what I found on the internet, it would be, so like to do a regular, it would be two and a half ounces. A shot is an ounce, right? Mm-hmm. Two and a half ounces of gin to half an ounce of vermouth. That's a normal martini. Yes, yes. Okay. So technically, one-fifth of your gin. Gotcha. I don't know how many people are really measuring that out. I do, but I take my cocktail making very serious. Um, As you should. And, and I really do. So, like I, I love making cocktails. It's yeah. a pastime for me. Half the time, I don't drink them all, but it's fun to make. Okay. So this is a that. just a martini. Okay. It makes me very happy to know that you like this. I don't hate this. In fact, I'm going to order me a martini in public now. Yeah. So I can't turn this martini that we have in front of us into a dry martini because you have to take some of the vermouth out. Or? Well, <laughs> you wait. But it's just nice to know that if you ever hear of anybody ordering a dry martini or a, excuse me, an extra dry martini, they're just asking the bartender to do a little less vermouth. At what point are you just drinking gin? Probably extra, extra dry. <laughs> okay. But have you ever heard of anybody order a dirty martini? I have. Okay. No. Do you know what that is? No, I was going to ask you, but I figured that's so where you're you'll taking me. So s- you'll see that I garnish these with green olives, right? They won't see anything. Well, I'm saying you'll see. Oh, yes. I Actually, they will, and I'm glad you bring that up, fellow listeners. So what a, uh, excuse me, a dirty martini Can I bring is. the... Can I bring the unicorn in for my pick? Please. Okay. What a dirty martini is if you're going to add the, most people would call it uh, um, olive juice from the jar. Technically, that's called the brine of the olive. So the brine, the juice that's in the, the, the bottle of the olives, right? We're adding this to our martini right now to make this a dirty martini. Full disclosure, I don't know how much to add. <laughs> so we're, we're eyeballing um, to see because I couldn't find like oh you need to add X amount it's just when you add it and that's probably dependent on the patron and a good barman or barwoman will probably ask you well how dirty do you want this 
Okay. And I have to say, I don't really care for olives. I don't either. And I almost decorated, so I almost garnished. I'm wondering where this is about. Well, I almost garnished with lemon rind because mm-hmm. of that. And like you can curl it around. But it's not a real martini without the olive. Can we agree? Yeah. It's not a real martini without the dreamsicle for me. <laughs> now, listen. I just took a drink of the dirty martini. I don't hate it, but I like it without the olive better. Same. Don't care for it. But I don't hate green olives. Okay. Normally? They're not my favorite go-to snack, but if they're out like on a little condiment tray, I'll eat them. What do you think? Going back for my second step, same as you definitely prefer the normal. Right. That that just, it, it, it adds more flavor, so I think that's one if you already like olives. I think I agree probably, with you. That's, that's down, you know, that's what you're looking for. Right. That's not what I'm looking for. If we were just strictly doing just the typical martini if it was just a martini pod i would have done martini mm-hmm. i would have made you a dry martini and then a dirty martini yeah okay but i had to add this i'm kind of wishing that i could take the brine out of my already made cocktail <laughs> go back to the original <laughs> and i don't hate this it's just not my favorite um kudos to you dad uh, for ordering the dry martini i think that will be better than a dirty martini I'm not the big. This sounds funny because I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed the first one. I'm not the biggest fan of gin anyway, I, uh, but I, I did enjoy it. So, I, but yeah. I think if you went dry, I think you're going the opposite direction. See, of where I would go if I was. I didn't know up. if I was a fan of gin or not till tonight. Like I said, the only time I've ever tasted it is when Dylan was nice enough to make me not waste the drink, <laughs> and he took mine at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. Um, and how long ago was that? That was just a couple years ago. It was after one of our softball games. Oh, okay. Yeah, you were there. Oh. Yeah. It was just, you know, people aren't paying attention to what I'm ordering and not getting. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, I prefer just a regular martini, but I do Same. think that I may start dabbling with this because I'm a whiskey connoisseur. And anyone who knows mm-hmm. me, it's just whiskey. I, it's been plural years with an yeah. S that I've tasted a beer. Yeah. I will really? not drink beer. Really? So we went down to visit some family for thanksgiving a couple years ago and during that vacation i had just you know i didn't drink much beer prior to that anyways but occasionally drink quite a bit of beer mm-hmm. um it made me bloated yeah there was a lot of burping going on yeah um and so that lasted for days yeah it just made me not feel great but here's the kicker to why i can't think i'll i don't think i'll drink beer anymore when we got home my beautiful wife okay looks at me and says babe please stop drinking beer and go back to whiskey i said yeah i know i'm sorry like i've been burping a lot she said no no no. you're a lot sexier when you hold a glass oh really yeah sure she said the 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 holding the beer is a little childish to me that's funny but i i think that was pretty attractive (laughs) because i prefer whiskey and hearing her say like when you hold that glass of whiskey it's pretty hot i'm like you're goddamn right it is (laughs) sorry mother I'm going to finish this one because we're moving on to glass number two. Okay. I'm not going to finish mine. I'm going to prepare for glass number two. You won't hurt my feelings if you don't drink any of these. I promise. Well, you hurt them a little bit. I'll drink, I'll drink <laughs> the ones I like. And then I, I won't, uh, won't sugar. So the, the general like. consensus is right now is I tolerated the dirty, but I don't leave alcohol behind because I'm a man. David, on the <laughs> other hand, doesn't like the dirty, but liked the regular martini. I did. I really appreciate that. And I'm less of a man. I did not finish my, my dirty martini. 
And you I also ordered an orange creamsicle. Yeah, no, I'm fine with that. I stand by that order. Um, what I was going to say is, I don't remember. Shit, it doesn't matter. So we're moving on, on to, to the next drink. To cocktail number two. Fantastic. Okay. Do you happen to know the origin of the martini? I'm going to start with James Bond uh, in 007, and then from there, I have no idea. I like where your head is, yeah. um, and I'm glad you say that. So we're going to, as I'm preparing this, I'm going to tell you, A, from what they think could be the origin. There's not a correct answer, but there's a lot of really good guesses. Um, I don't assume James Bond is an actual answer. James Bond is not an answer. Okay. But he did, I don't want to say coin the phrase, but I guess he did. Shake and not stir. Sure. That's right. the first thing that came to mind when you said martini. Same. I was going to ask you, are you going to shake it or are you going to stir it? Because I'm a gentleman and I only have it one way. So I've done, well, okay. Which way is that? Oh, I don't know. You're going to have to show me because I haven't had many okay. martinis. <laughs> I've had exactly three, two of tonight. Can we acknowledge the rim on this glass that I'm handing you right now? It looks like some sort of like lemon candy sugar. That's very true. So when I tell you that I take my cocktail making serious, I'm not joking. Okay. Obvious by the presentation. Um, I did not have to go buy this special um, sugar, which I have posted pictures of the sugar on Instagram for you all to see. Okay, um, it's a yellow rimmed glass of yellow sugar. Okay, can you guess what kind of martini I'm about to give you? I have no idea. Okay, this would be for the lemon drop martini. I've only known lemon drop to be a shot. Lemon drop is a shot. See, I respect that answer. You want to know why? Because a 23-year-old would order lemon drop martini. Uh, excuse me, lemon drop shots. Yeah. Okay. As I'm pretty sure we did on that trip. I, I can guarantee there were lemon drop shots. Yeah. Ordered. Um, what I would guess these lemon drop shots were ordered for was with Zach being the ultimate wingman and inviting girls to come hang out with us. I want you to tell that story because that's almost more important I think than it my is too. Sickle. I think it is too, but let's... I will tell that story. Okay. So this is what we call a lemon drop martini. So right now we're moving on to what's more of my forte, I guess. I don't know if that's the correct term. Um, there's a lot in there. You don't have to drink it all. Uh, so you just like topped your glass off. Is These are vodka. And okay. I did some pretty extensive research on martinis. Um, to see if it's still considered a martini if there's vodka in it. Because the original martini is gin, right? Okay. Because you've learned that tonight. I've learned that tonight. There is no right or wrong answer. A martini is a martini or martini. If you're doing vodka, if you're doing gin, there's no right or wrong answer. Mm -hmm. um, there's no, from like the martini world, there's not much uh, like frowning upon if you order a fruity martini. Okay. okay. So like if you want to order your dry, dirty martini, that's fine. And I can order my lemon drop martini, and I'm not going to get disgust. Are most of your flavors going to come with uh, with the vodka? Most of your flavors are going to come from the vodka. Okay. Um, I've made a bunch of different martinis. The, the lemon drop, I think I've got down to an art. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I would have made another one. I really should have. I'm kind of regretting it. The apple teeny. <laughs> of course you've made that one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. And why would you say that? For Scrubs. Obviously. Thank you. I knew you knew it, but and I, and I listened to, to your and Mark's. Absolutely. Uh, the Scrubs at episodes Pit 4, yeah. at Pit 4 Podcast. At Pit 4 uh, Podcast. Um, I am also a Scrubs fan. I will yes. not claim to be near the level. You'll never be there. 
Right. Nor would I ever try to. Sure. I'll, I'll concede that to you unopposed. Okay. Uh, but that was the first thing that the came apple to mind. Was Dream Circle Martini because of my story. This, right. The very second one was right. Apple Teeny. And I'm really good at making one of those. And I got a funny story about that here in a minute. But let's cheer. So this is, uh, we're, we're sampling the lemon drop martini via vodka. That's fruity. It's very fruity. It's not dry. It's got well, some good lemon. with the vodka. Well, I think one thing is, is if you're looking to have a good time and have more than one cocktail and like make a night out of it, the fruity martini is kind of the way to go. And if you're female, like that's go-to right yeah. there. Hey, Cassandra loves these. In fact, I made her one a little bit ago. Sure. Um, so back to the origin of martini in general. Like I said, there's no, we don't know for sure, but we're pretty sure. Okay. Um, what most people think, so there is a, the Martinez cocktail. Okay. That was derived in San Francisco. That's where people think, so Martinez somehow along the way turned into martini. Okay. Okay. Um, I can see it. There's a place right outside of San Francisco, California. By the way, shout out to our California listener in San Francisco. Um, what you would do, you would go to, this is like in the late 1800s. You would go to, there was a specific bar. I can't remember the name of the bar. You would order a Martinez cocktail, which was gin, vermouth, garnished mm -hmm. with an olive. Okay. What you would do there, because right outside of this, there was like a ferry or something that would take you to Martinez, which is a city just shy of San Francisco. It was a kind of like a hot spot. If you're visiting San Francisco, you got to go to Martinez, California. Okay. Okay. So you order your Martinez cocktail. In Martinez? In, well, it's right outside of Martinez, but it's okay. what takes you to Martinez. There was one bar specifically. You gotcha. do that, you hop on the ferry to go to Martinez. I gotcha. Okay. okay. So that's where they believe the origin of the martini came from is like it was just like somehow turned from Martinez to martini. I see it. Um, because people get drunk, people get lazy. I'm sure that they just forgot some of the letters. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's the best. There is another theory as to where the martini came from. I, I read about it. It wasn't near as interesting. Mm -hmm. And they think it's, I think it was started in France or something. So I'm going to. I have no reason to think this. I'm a little surprised that it originated in the U.S. That's just, just what they think could have happened. Okay. Um, but I'm a huge fan of it have been originated in America. Sure. And not to the other side of the pond. Um, so we're going to stick with the Martinez cocktail as actually we're doing a Martinez cocktail uh, podcast. It's right a good of an explanation as I could make up anyway. So I agree. I believe it. So David tells a story a minute ago that he wants everybody to know. And I feel like I have to share it just because of the fact that uh, Orange Dreamsicle is here. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Well, you can't tell mine. Sure. Without telling no, I agree. Yours. So we go and drink at Louis Backyard. Eat there, excuse me. We go upstairs, and anybody that's been to Padre has been to Louis Backyard. You don't go to Padre without going to, even if you're a kid. My kids have been there. Clarification right. for myself as well as the listeners. Was this the same night? Same night. Okay, because we went multiple nights. Same night. Okay. So we order our cocktails. Or excuse me, we go eat. We David orders his cocktail. We get a beer. We go upstairs. <laughs> get done eating. We go upstairs to the actual bar, right? Um, 
Can I just say something on Louis's backyard? It's your podcast. I do, that's thank you. <laughs> I don't understand because if you'll recall, everyone else was sissies, but me, you, and Weston decided we were going to bungee jump. Yeah, Louis's backyard owns the bungee jump. Okay, the bar owns the bungee jumping. So what we did is we went down, me, you, and Weston, and bought our ticket to bungee jump. Mm-hmm. And the little girl there who took our money and our ticket said. Awesome. Y'all have until whatever time, let's say midnight, to do this. Why don't y'all go back over to the bar and have a couple drinks and come back? They were encouraging us to go get drunk and then jump off of a platform with a cord that hopefully will catch us. Well, they want to make sure that you'll actually do it. That may be true. So, like, like lower the inhibitions? Yeah. Then once you get up there. I just think that's bad business. Well, just for clarification, this bungee jump was not off some sort of, like, platform. It was a crane. It was a cherry picker. Yeah, that you got in this cherry picker device, and then they raise you up, and then you just jump out of that. Do you remember the guy that went after us that was terrified? Yes, and that's that's where I was going with that. And he jumped feet first. I don't think he jumped. I think it he was, got pushed feet first. Yeah, yeah I was I think trying he to got pushed feet first. The guy was annoyed. This guy was out there for like fifteen minutes. He got pushed feet first, which meant the cord racked him because you have to dive yeah. during this, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's hooked to your feet. So, yeah, he that went was a feet blast, first in it. Yeah, flipped him around. Totally so unsafe. So, we just digressed. <laughs> and I think I did that on purpose. So, this is Zach Tarina's... I think you were just sliding in the fact that you bungee jumped. Right, I, I was. I think it's kind of a man. So, Zach's bachelor party. But being the, the good guy that Zach is, is he's not interested in any of the females. He's getting married soon. But he knew that we were all single, mm-hmm. except for Weston. Correct. Okay, but me, David, Dylan, single. Zach's doing all of us a favor. So I'm pretty uh, inebriated at this time. I'm at least one dream sickle deep. So <laughs> David was half a dream sickle deep. I was at least three <laughs> to seven beers deep. And a rum runner. Do you remember the rum runners? Way Fantastic. To go, Dylan they were like $8, but yeah. worth every dollar. Absolutely. The fact that you said they were $8 is further proves why the dream sickle is so much more fun. <laughs> $8 is not that much money. I turn around and Zach has about five girls and he's bringing all the guys over to the bar to buy shots for all these girls. Yep. Okay. Why is Zach doing that? Oh, because Zach is the ultimate wingman. For us, right? Correct. Because he's a good guy. In, in, both, in both senses of the word, real quick, shout out to Zach. Of, Absolutely. Of Zach. helping him on that end. And then if anybody got in a fight, Zach is that chihuahua over the shoulder, <laughs> like talking you up. Uh, but yeah, in this case, he is, he Absolutely. is, he is hookup wingman, Zach. And, uh, and bringing the ladies to the bachelor party. So what my idiot drunk ass does is I get offended. Okay. Me, of all people, getting offended because I'm like anti-offense guy. Walks up to these girls, stumbles up to these girls. <laughs> and I get legitimately mad that these girls are using... My friend for free alcohol. How dare you How girls? How dare they? There was like five, six of them. How dare y'all come up to my friend? My friend. At a bar. No At less. a bar. He's and allow engaged, him to ladies. spend money on y'all. We don't know you. Why are you using him for shots? I scared every Yeah, you vocalized that. Away. You know, this, this is what I told them. Yeah. But I'm sure there was a lot more F-bombs involved. Probably. And Zach looks at me, and he just gives me, like, the, dude. 
And he's like, no, 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 it's cool, man. It's cool. It's cool. Wait. And these girls are walking away. And Zach just looks at me. He's like, man, why did you do that? I'm like, well, because they were using you, bro. I got your back. You were going to spend your money on them. Right. Yeah. Like, I lived with Zach for a very long time. We were roommates. Okay. That was a gift to us, Landry. How dare you use my roommate? You know what, Landry? How dare you? And I scared them all away. (laughs) How dare you take a gift? And that that Tiarina was bringing us, and I'm just I'm just, just gonna say it. this because if we don't add this part to it, then then we'll probably be getting texts. Thank you, Dylan, for saving the day with his dancing. Well, before that, he like these girls were just out of sight, and Dylan said, "No, no, no, come back, come back." He called them back. He told me, "Dude, you're an absolute idiot. Shut <laughs> me up." Dylan took care of it. Dylan got the shots. We're back on track. Right. It did help that the little John like shot shot shots song was Sh-sh-sh-shots. on. Shots. 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 Was pretty, on. Pretty sure not too long after Dylan wound up on the bar. Well, I mean on the stage. That's where that's where I was saying with the dancing. Right. Via shirtless. Via shirtless. It was Padre. It was hot. Okay. I'm mad enough to admit whenever like I'm like I just don't quite have it. Okay. I don't know if anyone's ever heard this. Maybe Dylan. So we, there's like a stage, but it's not really a stage, but it's like a makeshift stage, but enough for people to stand up on it. Yeah. Dylan gets up there and he's dancing good. Pretty sure the shirt came off, but he's got shirt a couple girls came off. dancing with him, right? Dylan's a good looking dude. Yeah. I think his best thing he's got going for him, he's got height. He's like six foot seven. Like six foot one, but. To me, that's I, I, six I, seven. Yeah, I see I'm where you're four. going with that. Yeah. So he's dancing with these girls, having a time. He's got like. Like, everybody's, like, attracted to Dylan at this moment in time because he's the center of the stage. He's got something going on, and people wanted to see what it was about. So, of course, I'm going to try to get in on the action. Well, yeah, you're trying to, you know, make up for what you just did. (laughs) Just turn all these girls away. Yeah, what you're trying to do. I hop up on the stage, and I'm kind of dancing. Like, I'm having a time. I'm feeling it. It's a good moment, right? Girls in front of me. Like, I'm not really dancing on her because that's awkward if I don't know who you are and you don't know I'm dancing, but I'm dancing in her vicinity in her bubble probably yeah she turns around looks at me in the eyes gives me like the up down everyone knows the up down look and goes like this she goes ugh, and turned around and walked off to go dance with dylan so i didn't know the uh part she uh me i'm sorry i was not also in her bubble so i did not witness the uh but i'm okay with it now mm-hmm Looking back at it, though, like at that moment, I was so Is that defining I was for so you? deflated. Yeah, it's like really, like you've got nothing going for you, man. You got to at the bar. So you, you didn't want that anyway. Yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to tell the story. Yeah, uh, we talked a minute. Let's get listeners back on track. Shaken versus Stroke. Listeners were the one off track. We're bringing you back in. Yes, because y'all need y'all clearly got off track. Yes. Everyone knows the shaken versus dirt. So technically, if you are just doing your alcohol and vermouth, okay, zero additives. Not even should, an olive? Not, uh, an olive is merely garnish that's added at the okay. end. Okay. Okay. That's a stirred cocktail. Okay. Okay. They believe that if you shake the shaker too much, because there's ice in the shaker when you're shaking it, right? Mm-hmm. Um that it releases too much of the water from the ice, and now you've just got a watered-down cocktail. So you're not getting the full experience of the cocktail you ordered in the first place. Okay. Anytime you add a flavor, okay? So, for instance, we just had a lemon drop martini. And that was, you, so, so we had that. vodka, 
Mm-hmm. Simple syrup. Um, and then you add your lemon juice, right? Once that lemon juice is added to the martini, it is now appropriate to shake first stir. Okay. Okay. I'll follow you. There's really, like, maybe, like, a true martini enthusiast will tell you otherwise, and you kind of, like, get for ordering a shaken martini. I'm a huge fan, guys, of do what you feel is necessary. Absolutely. And if you prefer it shaken, pull a David. Yeah. Don't give a shit what people think. No, you go with confidence and you order your drink. You do what you're going to do. Yeah. Okay. I noticed about 38 seconds ago the cocktail I made you, you picked up and you set to the side. It was too sweet for me. Too much lemon. Too much lemon. That's interesting to me. Oh. And the reason it's interesting is because I thought of you as more of a fruity cocktail kind of guy. I don't know how to take that. I don't know if I should be offended or if, um, yeah, I don't know how to well, we went other than being offended. to eat with you and your wife not too long ago. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know where this is going. You ordered a fruity drink. Yeah, it was probably a mango margarita. Mango margarita. I knew it was fruit. Uh-huh. Okay. First off, those are delicious. Don't try to... I'm not dogging them. Don't hate on me for that. In fact, I, I think I tasted yours and was pleased. But what... It just, like, I picture you as a fruity cocktail kind of guy. So here's what's funny. With stuff like that, um, like margaritas, stuff like that, yeah, mm. I'll go fruit. But whenever I'm, you know, you're saying that you're a whiskey connoisseur. Sure. I'm a whiskey guy. Now, with that, I have, like, two or three. I don't, I don't branch out. But, like, that's what I'm drinking is whiskey. You don't branch out. Not that much. Another conversation, another time, but I always branch out. Okay. Don't I know it. Don't you know it. Don't you know it. Um, but yeah, for that, for, for the, the lemon drop martini, a little, a little too sweet for me. I can see that. So that's a pre-made mix, but of all the pre-made mixes, that is by far the best. Okay. Okay. Um, I would advise, and I can take a picture. If anybody's out there is curious what the one I mixed it with, that one is great. I've bought a bunch of different ones. That one is always my, Hey, pre-made, please make me another one of those. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So as far as lemon drops goes, that's the one to go for. If, if that's your, if yes. that's the route you're taking. Right. So we made apple teenies once. I said I can make a good apple teeny. Dude, I can, I can fucking kill it with an apple teeny. Do you have one in there? Or I you just don't have one in there. Okay. And I said that earlier. Okay. I should have well, had I've one had in there. Two and a half more teenies. Right. I so. should have had one in there, but I didn't. And that's okay. Funny story though, and if Cassie is not listening right now, I'm going to be heartbroken. The reason I know you're listening, Cass. A BFF is that you'll text me right now to tell me you're listening. <laughs> so probably August-ish, we have uh, some family members come down from San Antonio. Uh, our good friends, our neighbors came over. We're having a good time. I decide I'm going to be the cocktail waiter o the night. And I'm going to make everybody's drinks. And I'm having fun because I just discovered how to make these great martinis, right? Made quite a bit of lemon drops. Everyone enjoyed them. Moved on to the apple teeny. People really thought they were good. Okay. Was that because they'd already mm -hmm. had nope. so many? No. Nope. Okay. If I'm making it, it's because it was amazing. I have two different mixes that I use, okay? But I realized real quick one was way better than the other. One of them was really cheap and tastes like syrup. Okay? Did you know it was cheap when you bought it? Yeah. Or did you? Okay. I knew it was done. Okay. I knew what I was doing. I just like to kind of do like social experiments to yeah. see what I need to do for now on. 
As you know, I like to host. I do know this. I can't help but address that we were somehow not at this event, but it's fine. This was uh, just family. Continue. Having said that. Still trying not to be offended by that. Having said that. I ran out of vodka. I had the request by sweet old Cassie for one more apple tea. Okay. Okay. I had the great idea with the um, approval of her husband to just make the apple teeny syrup <laughs> to see if we, to see if we would get caught. <laughs> so I'm, <laughs> I get ice and apple teeny mixture into my cocktail shaker because you oh. have to see me like you yeah. you know they're outside they're in the backyard and I'm it's at the, the process she yeah, wants. Right? Yeah. So I pour pure <laughs> apple teeny syrup sans vodka. <laughs> Does she know this or this is the reveal? She has no idea. Fantastic. I give it to her thinking like, hey, there's no way she's going (laughs) to know that there's no vodka in this martini. Probably three sips in. Uh Maybe maybe two, but I'm going to give myself three. She was like, this is horrible. What's going on here? And I was like, oh. So I'm out of vodka. I'm surprised that you just like admitted it, that it wasn't like, oh, I must have had too much mix or Um, just something. Not, there's not like I completely left out the most important ingredient. There's probably 99% of people in this world that I wouldn't have said anything to. Yeah. But my girl Cassie, (laughs) like, she's not someone that I could look at to mess with. We have a joke that of all the people that are close to me in my life, you're including in this closeness. Thank you. She's the only person who doesn't give me shit and talk shit to me it made me feel dumb does that mean she's a real friend or it means she's the best of oh okay okay i don't get offended when people do that because it's funny and i'm glad that people know that i'm that guy that like you can just mess with yeah but she's always like she's the only one who always has my back 100 percent of the time when it comes to like messing with me yeah. So, like, for those reasons, Cass, I couldn't let you drink a syrup apple tea. <laughs> Shall we try the third and final? Let's go to the third and final. Um, I'm a little upset right now that you have yet to acknowledge my badass martini glasses. Well, I didn't have any expectations. I, I mean, well, you could I mean, have put them in red solo cups. But look I, at all these. They are fantastic glasses. I don't know if, how well you know me. I won't serve you any red solo. Okay. Well, you are serving me off of a child's kitchen. I am, but but in really fancy glasses. Okay, that is true. I want you to notice the zigzags here. I, I do notice those. And Would you like to know where I got this? Estate sale. I got this at an estate sale. <laughs> okay, that glass you're touching right now. Shout out to my lovely mother-in-law. I've been looking for these type of glasses for a long time. And she failed up for me, gave them to me for Christmas. Now, are these traditional? So, so uh, I mean, listeners can't see, but these are mar- four yeah. of these. I acknowledge as martini glasses. They right. look like what you think one is. Right? Is this a martini glass? No, it's okay. not. But it's for a a um, cocktail. Like, I can't remember the name of it. I'd have to look it up. Actually, full transparency, the first time I ever saw a glass like that was mm-hmm. at Picosos. Funny about that though. The first night I ever went there, we saw you and Ashley sitting at the bar and went and chatted with y'all. Okay? Oh, yeah. I think that was our first time there. It was. They had yeah. just opened that night. Yeah. 
it was funny. Y'all didn't have. It was just funny. Like, what are the odds that we're yeah. even talking about that now? I mean, we only live like two miles apart. But yeah. What are the odds that we saw each other? Exactly. In <laughs> but I ordered a a drink there that they have in that glass, and from that moment on, I've been trying to find it. My mother in law found that glass, but it's, it's a, still it's a good glass. It's not a martini glass, but I've made a lot of Manhattans in there. Fun fact: Don't know what a Manhattan is. Episode number two. You really don't. Never had a Manhattan. Nope. So that would be your. I, told you, I have. I have my. I drink my beer. I drink my Dosak Kiss, okay. my Shiner, and then I have. I so have my whiskey. A Manhattan would be your um, whiskey version of a martini. Okay. It's actually rye whiskey. If you're doing it correctly, I don't always have rye whiskey, so I'll do another version of whiskey. But rye whiskey, vermouth. So that's what oh. we had in the original martini with some bitters. Yeah. So it's essentially a. Martini, but with whiskey instead of gin. Okay, I think I, I, no, I think I, I could get behind that because I'm more of a whiskey guy than a gin guy anyway. Absolutely, I almost made one uh-huh. um, tonight. The reason I didn't is I only had six martini glasses. <laughs> I almost made one, man. Like now that you say that you're like you never had one, yeah, I'm a little upset that I didn't well, make you. Like one. you said, episode two. Okay, I apologize for not. Being no, prepared. it's fine. If you just would have told me what this podcast was about before I got here. You did not know. I did not know. But the only no reason idea. I didn't tell you is so I wanted. I didn't want to spoil the Sal Padre. Uh, I'm a man and I drink. I drink dream sickle martinis one time ten years ago. Having said that, having said that, I would do it again. Can you guess what I'm about to pour you? I think it's a dream sickle martini, or at least an orange sickle martini of some sort. Let's just see what happens when okay. I pour. I am pouring now, ladies and gentlemen. 10 years re-envisioned right now. Okay. Um, uh, first off, that's nothing what the original looked like. Really? Yeah. But as I said earlier, the original was pretty bad. Well, so I added the color. Um, I used some food coloring. It looked... You used food coloring? Yeah. Okay. You got to have the ambiance. So I... I know, but I would, I would have thought it was some natural, like an orange slice. There to, is to... orange juice. In here, okay? okay. Pulp free, because let's not get disgusting. We don't do pulp around here. But I wanted it, like, as the pour happened, I wanted the pop of you, like, oh, shit. It's there. There it is. So I had to add five drops yellow, six drops red food coloring to make orange. Hold up your uh, your martini glass for me there. The smile you have right now just made my day. Well, I just that. I have such fond memories of that trip ten years ago. So uh, let's cheers to this so orange stream sick of martini. I guarantee you, we're both going to hate because I hate like I, okay. I can't describe to you how much I hate orange. Of all flavors, orange can get out of my really? face. Yeah, but I'm gonna do it for you, buddy. Thank you. Oh, that's where it's at, sir. So can I tell you what I feel like that tastes like? Do you remember being kids and you hear? <laughs> What song is that? I don't have any idea right now. But okay, what does that remind you of? Being a kid. Well, you're gonna have to get me there, sir. Because of a uh, a uh, ice cream truck. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Those pop goes weasel, but they always play that on ice cream truck. Yeah. The Fred Flintstone push up pop. I see it. That's what that tastes like. If I remember right, that's that was called a, an orange sickle or a dream sickle. It may have been. That's exactly what it tastes like. I may like orange all of a sudden. Yeah, that's good. What do you think? I think, well, depending on the, the environment, the mood, 
I say second place to the to the original that you that you made at the beginning of this. Uh, okay, podcast. it's funny because at twenty three, you prefer the fruity shit. Okay, but at thirty, are you four now? You just turned thirty four. No, I just turned thirty four because I'm almost thirty four. Oh, Your birthday was in December, right? Yeah. So you just turned thirty four. Correct. As, yes. Sorry, math real quick. Yes. yes. As you've gotten older. You've gone down with the fruity, mm-hmm. up with the the just more traditional just more licory. Yeah. I respect that from a what I consider myself to be a very good cocktail maker. Yeah. Okay. And for all of you out there listening, if you don't believe me, my doors are always open until they're not. I love making cocktails. Okay. My mother got me the most amazing set of bitters. Are you familiar with bitters? Uh, if you ever had an old fashioned, that's what kind yeah. of makes the old fashioned pop. Yep. Okay. She gave me four different flavors of bitters. I only know the orange bitters because it comes in the old fashioned. It just depends on what kind of old fashioned you're making, though. Okay. okay. If you're doing it the original way, you don't necessarily need the orange bitter because okay. you're doing orange around the rim. Mm. Okay. I'm talking like at home, me, not the craftsman, but me, uh, cocktail maker. I do regular bitters, orange around the rim. Okay. Okay. So, as was mentioned in the previous podcast, I do, and I don't know if you knew this, but I do have an employee who works for free for the show. Oh. Um, you may know him as Kenneth. A lot mm. of people know him as Dr. Shrunk. Um, for the, uh, having said that, podcast, he is known as Detective Shrunk. Oh. So, when I need, I just don't have time. Like, I'm so busy with my podcast, you're right? Busy. You're busy, dude. I've had two guests. Yeah. You're busy, dude. <laughs> I got to push my work to the side, right? Fair enough. So, um, part of these four sets of bitters, they're Wood- Woodford Reserve brand, by the way, which mm-hmm. if you like whiskey, you'd like yeah. that. One of them was chocolate bitters. And okay. I text Kenneth and said, this is an amazing gift. I don't know what the hell to make with chocolate bitters. Mm-hmm. His investigative powers, he showed me some great drinks to make with cock, or excuse me, with cock, whoa, 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 I say cocktail. Whoa. Yeah, not this with- This podcast just took a yeah, left turn. With chocolate cocktails okay. from chocolate bitters, okay? Okay. Um, and as was re- revealed on my previous episode, um, what my detective does, Detective Schrock, is he gets on his phone and he Googles, like at this moment he Googled, <laughs> chocolate bitter cocktails yeah he's who has the time right who has the time to look at that in his investigative uh skills he screenshots the first thing that pops up and he sends that to me mm-hmm. okay so he in and, and you'll know this because you're going to listen to the episode that i've done with mark youngblood to see why he is also a detective for him okay He's phenomenal at what he does. He can screenshot the first thing he sees on Google quicker than anybody I've ever met. Sooner or later, he's going to have to get on payroll. Yeah. You don't have a guy like that for very long. You uh, really don't. Um, I mean, Rogan's going to pick him up. I mean, who knows? Here's the thing. is, To me, Kenneth is my Jamie. Who works for Rogan. He's Rogan's guy. Okay, sorry. I don't... You can't bring up Rogan and not know who Jamie is. Oh, come on. I'm a little upset right now. You can be upset. So that orange dreamsicle, I got to admit, is really good. Mm-hmm. I can taste the OJ, which I'm not a huge fan of. Oh, okay. So what I'm drinking now, while you drink that, is my uh, Kilkoman mm-hmm. uh, Islay Scotch. 
Um, I say I lay for a reason because there will be an episode coming up on what the hell I'm talking about when I say I lay. Sooner rather than later, I hope. Um, yes. Okay. As soon as JP's ready. Okay. I'm still sipping on the dreamsicle. The the lemon drop I pushed to the side. Yeah, I know. And, and, and the dirty I pushed to the side. Right. I would have finished the original. So this just kind of just goes to show the, the who's the man here and who's not. <laughs> who's at home and who's not. Well... I have two empty glasses to David's two pretty much full glasses. Well, one of them you ruined by making it a dirty. Yeah, but we had to do it. You can respect that, right? Fair, I understand the, the reason for the podcast. I acknowledge that. Um, I had a really great story to tell. That's why we're here. We were talking about olives, and we were talking about... I can't figure for, it out. For about the last hour. Yeah. Yeah. We've been addressing that. I know. Oh, man. I'm so heartbroken because it was such a good one. Such a good story. Just maybe it wasn't meant to be. Not not this time. Okay. Fair enough. So, not that this is a ranking show, but I want you to rank the three martinis. Four. It include the dirty. Oh, we did have four. I'm we making did have your heads four. up. Okay, so that's rank your four. You three of the right, four. right. That's right. Yeah. Rank your four. So I'm going original uh, martini first. Straight martini. Straight normal. Would you order this at a bar? Depending the occasion, yes. And you say depending the occasion. I won't, I'm going to have to to also add to that. I think it's depending the bar. Like, yeah. So yeah. and I'm going to give give this place a shout out. Uh, the Funky Door. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of the Funky Door. Yeah. The the owners are like you're not going to find two better people. Yeah. Carl and Carrie Britton. Yeah. Great um, they're great people. We've known them because of their kids forever. Mm-hmm. I, uh, they just have a great concept going on there. I don't know if I told but you, the reason Carl and my dad went to high school together. I so, think so even, I might have so known that. So you have a just, yeah. This goes yeah. way deeper. Uh huh. And Bruce, I know you're listening because you follow me on Instagram. So hopefully you know what Spotify far. is. Right. He does. <laughs> Oh, I was being sarcastic. No, he's listened. Oh, fantastic. I don't know, but he's following me on Instagram. Oh, he doesn't know what Spotify is. <laughs> well, I think we need to tell him. But like when you're talking about a bar like that, their bartenders are like bar men. Like that's what I yeah. call it. Like they're it's a barman. That's their profession. They take it very serious. Yeah. Um if we go to eat there, we sit at the bar, mm-hmm. not the tables. Not because we can get to the bar quicker, but because I love to watch people who take their, their job serious. Yeah. And they take their bar serious, their job serious. So if I'm going to order me a martini for the first time in public, I want to go to a place like that. Stella's Bar is another great example. Uh, Haven't been there yet, but I, but, I, go. but I agree with oh, you on the on the top notch. Top yeah, notch. If, if you're ordering this drink, you're ordering it. At I'm a not going like to order that. it like at a you know just Joe Schmosh steakhouse that I'm not sitting at the bar. I'm going to see nothing it against Caprock. But I'm probably not ordering. No, I agree. I agree there. You know, so, I agree so that's there. why I said depending on, go the for event, the depending on the you know the the occasion of what mm-hmm. we're doing, and sometimes depending on the company. Right. Yeah, I'm ordering them. I could order them. I, I, I honestly think I may go buy a bottle of gin. So I, I told you okay. I used Tangare. I yeah. used the little mini bottles. Oh yeah. Because I wasn't sure if I'd like the gin, mm-hmm. but I, those are like two bucks at Spence. Yeah. Right. Okay, so you're going regular martini. Is regular your number martini one. is number one. Okay. Your dreamsicle martini coming in at number two. That makes me so happy to hear. And I rank it above the uh, the South Padre uh, Dreamsicle Martini. So, can I just say this? It's your podcast. You can do what you want. I think you said that earlier. 
Well, this is actually I, this I is what I was gonna say like when I forgot Ty, what I was gonna say. I didn't want to be like Ty, where I said like, go ahead. Ty King, go ahead. Ty King, go ahead. Go ahead. Landry's your podcast. Go ahead. Go ahead. I called Louis' backyard today. <laughs> okay. I want you to know something. Like, obviously, I'm gonna take this podcast very serious. Okay. But I take our friendship very serious. Um, I've it. always told people, especially like for for Mama Griff. When I'm talking about you, I feel like you're the glue that holds everybody together. And I truly well, believe thanks, that. Man. Like you're very good about reaching out. Um, you're always checking in on me, how things are going. I feel like if there's things that are done, like you're the reason that things are done within the friendship group. Well, I'm happy to do it. I, I, I really I, believe I, that. I like my and friends. I think that's a great, uh, great aspect that you have. Great quality. So because I have you on in this funny ass story, I want to do this. I call South Padre Island today. Um, to get a hold of Louis' backyard. You and I had planned to do this later on in the month, right? Right, correct, yeah. The reason we're doing it now is because, full disclosure, your wife and kids are gone. Right, I was so a David, for two days. David texted me the other day, and he said, listen, I, if you, we can't do this sooner, that's fine. We can stick to the original date that we had at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. My wife's gone and my kids are gone, and I'm miserable. I don't <laughs> like being alone. I've got nothing else to do because without Ash here and without besides the kids all the, here, all the honeydews, besides, no, which he, I've already done. The, the honeydews are done, honey. Honeydews are done. I'm kind of bored without the the loudness of the house, and I really miss my wife. So Verbatim. if I can come and hang out with you, yeah, let's just do this instead. Yeah, it's not really what you told me, but well, as a married man with kids, honestly, like, ha ha ha, all jokes aside, I really that's what I read. It was yeah. like, hey, like, I miss my family. So let me come and hang out with you. Yeah. Okay. So I was going to like get a hold of, I had like three weeks to get a hold of uh, Louis' backyard. Today I had like three hours. Yeah. I called them and the snootiest little bitch answered the phone. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to say that because I offered to give them a shout out. Okay. And she was so disgusted with the fact that I'm bothering her at 1130 <laughs> in the morning. They open at 11. I was going to say the fact that they're open is, is a little It's surprising. also a restaurant though. So I uh, tell her. Full transparency, I tell I have a really big podcast with a whole lot of followers. So my three followers... By the time <laughs> this episode like, is out, you will. I'll have at least seven. At least. I think at least seven. And I said, I've got a big following. i got a whole bunch of people that listen. I will give y'all a shout out. All I need is to speak to a bartender, and I'm going to tell that bartender why. Uh, the bartenders upstairs don't have a phone. <laughs> so what I said was, is like a pause, and you know me, and I'm kind of an a-hole when I need to be, and I said... So, like, can you carry the phone up there? Like, I don't see the problem. Yeah, problem solving. She goes, well, uh, they can't talk on the phone. They're slammed at 1130. This is AM. And again, you called today? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Today's Monday. On a Monday. Today's Monday. 1130 in the morning. So they were slammed. In the wintertime. During COVID. On an island. (laughs) (laughs) In the pandemic. They could not be bothered, Landry. How dare you? So I, what I told her was, is like, listen, I would love to give y'all a shout out. I will tag y'all on Instagram and mm-hmm. I will tag the bartender on Instagram. I feel like that's a pretty fair trade, right? For a conversation? Absolutely. Sure. And she said, call back right afternoon and speak to Joe. He's our manager. Okay. I called back at 1210 because I want to give, you know, Joe needs a chance to clock in and yeah. take a couple deep breaths. Yeah. I called and it just would not stop working at a ringing. Bar on a Monday. It just kept ringing. Uh-huh. I'm not slandering this place because i've had a blast at louis backyard 
anybody who goes to South Padre, if you do not go to Louis Backyard, you're an absolute idiot. Okay. Well, I have you're gone. The party. I have gone to South Padre Island with us. Mm-hmm. I've gone on a group with more adults, just adults, and I've gone with my children. We always go to Louis Backyard. The wooden go kart track. Oh yeah, super fun. Yeah, the bungee right stuff, the mini golf. Y'all's place is a blast, but you really got to work on your customer service. Okay. What I am totally convinced of is when I called, they saw the 806 number. She told the manager, don't answer that phone. This guy's kind of annoying. That's really surprising for a, a conversation. Though? Well, see, that's what it was. And all I wanted to do was speak to the bartender and say, listen. And I was going to tell them the story because yeah. who doesn't want a good laugh on a Monday morning? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this little pussy ordered an orange creamsicle martini. Oh, thanks. That's at a little aggressive. At a, at, at, a, at a bachelor party. But I was say, listen, I'm going to give you a shout-out. So I am going to give Louie's Backyard a shout-out, okay? Because that's where this whole story derives from. Yeah. I shan't give the bartender a shout-out on Instagram because I don't know it. But what I wanted to do, like, I, I can Google. Really, I can't. But what I could have done is called my detective shrunk yeah. to say, hey, man, I need, I need to know the ingredients to a, a dreamsicle martini. Mm-hmm. To their dreamsicle martini. No, I just wanted anyone. Oh, well, I'm glad that you didn't get theirs because, again, yours was better than theirs. But I wanted to kind of get theirs just to see. Like, I would have said now, dun da da this is the Louis Backyard South Padre Orange Dreamsicle Martini. That's a mouthful. Yeah, I got, like, I drug it on because I forgot where I'd, I'd like the end of the words. Sure. But what I've done is made my own. Okay. It was fantastic. Uh, I think Cassie would enjoy it. Cassie would. I think so. If if Apple Teen Teenies or or her jam, mm-hmm. I don't. I think she'd branch out for that. Do you hear that, Cassie Shrunk? Yeah. I'm glad you bring that up. The only way, Mrs. Cassie Shrunk, my BFFF, okay. The only way you're going to be able to taste this is that you have to get your family down here to Lubbock. Uh, but same thing. It's up to Lubbock, but that's two podcasts in a row. I've called them out. Oh, okay. I need them to come see me. I miss, I miss McKenna. Okay. Cassie's my girl. Cassandra I think, I had one of those. Cassandra had one of those, and she said, babe, this is really good. Yeah. I don't really care for orange. Oh. But she, she had one. I, I made her a sampler yeah. before you got here. Yeah. Even she enjoyed it. I'm about to finish this. I mean, that's, that's how good it is. It's, okay. I didn't drink the yellow one, or the mm-hmm. lemon one. It's I've been called, staring at it, wondering if I should I didn't drink the yellow one. Like, I don't have to drive anywhere. I do, but it's not that far. Yeah. Well, everybody, I hope that y'all have enjoyed this podcast. Um, I've had a blast just kind of shooting the shit. So what I, what I'm, I'm, real quick, I'm glad where this story turned, given that I had no idea why I was coming here. And that's funny that you mentioned that because every other, I've got like a list of probably 10 people who are coming on so far. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, I was on a group chat. If they will answer the text, because David's oh. my only true friend. Because That's everybody else won't answer the text. Says, I'm so excited to do this. I want to come early. Right. And you're actually very early to the to the party. And I respect oh. it. Early and often. That's me. Having said that, everyone else who has not responded to my text shall need to respond. But I have certain people coming on for certain reasons, right? Sure. Some inspirational uh, stuff that I, every one of y'all need to hear some stuff that could help you make money in the future via investing. Um, definitely one y'all won't want to miss is when I have Shane Frankel on to talk about uh, hormones. Something that everybody our age needs to listen to. Okay. 
all of these people have known for a very long time that they're coming on and they've known why so they can prepare Oh yeah. No, I was in when I text. told you, yeah. I was laughing out loud because I knew that you had no idea. Yeah. And to take that even further, I had to call Zach earlier to ask him a question. Okay. I wasn't sure how long he had been married to know what year we went to Padre. Yeah. Okay. Actually, full transparency, Zach, this one's for you, buddy. This is how much I love you. I called your wife to ask her when y'all got married <laughs> and your wife has no clue when your anniversary is. Okay. She knows the day. She, how do you know this? Like, even well, you know that? Everybody well, knows that Liza knows the day. Yeah. What? She it's around Labor Day. Every year. Okay. She has yeah. no idea what the year is. She doesn't know how long you've, she's been married to the love of her life. Okay. So use that in your arsenal there, Mr. ZT. You better hope um, she doesn't hear this first. Oh, I've already gave her hell for it on the phone. She said, I got it written down somewhere. So she came. She told me 2010. Zach calls me back because he just got out of basketball practice, right? Uh -huh. And he's like, oh, yeah. We have a thing that says established 2010. That's the only reason she knows. So I'm just calling you out, Liza. You should probably know these things. My wife doesn't usually know either. Um... But Zach was telling me on the phone today, he's like, yeah, you know, I was talking to David earlier about something, you know, he needed to ask me a question, but he made sure to tell me that he had no idea what he was going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Well, again, I'm a planner. Like, right. I, I, I want to know what we're doing so I can be prepared and I didn't want to come on and not have anything to say. So, yeah, I was very apprehensive not to come on, but about what we were going to talk about. Right. So, yeah. I'm glad where this went because it yeah. could have gone 10,000 different There's ways. There's about a, at least 10,000 different ways it could go. There's one way it would not have gone. Yeah. Um, but before we get off, I just want to say when you ordered that uh, Dream Sickle Martini with, like, as you say, with full confidence, I respect you for who you are. Okay. <laughs> this goes a little bit deeper than, than the Martini ordering. Okay. Because this is something I'm a huge advocate of. And that's kind of where I want this podcast to go. So I'm going to leave everybody with this. Be proud of who you are. It doesn't matter who you are, what you are, sexuality, race, any of that shit doesn't matter as long as you can own who you are in life. And the fact that, like it sounds silly, right? But the fact that you had enough balls to order that drink, knowing without a doubt in your mind that we were going to give you shit. I don't think you realize it was still going to get brought up 10 years ten years later. Oh, yeah, never. But you knew that you were going to get fucked with, at least in that moment in time, right? Yeah. But you don't care. And that's something I've always admired about you and I've respected about you is you're a very confident man. Okay? You, you know what you know. You like what you like. You care about what you care about. And you don't really care what other people think about that. You kind of present yourself in this like... Uh, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it like a, like a cocky manner. <laughs> but anybody who's ever spent more than 12 seconds with you knows how genuine of a human being you are. You're, well, I appreciate you're that. You're kind-hearted. You would give anybody the shirt off your back, especially especially those within your inner circle. Yeah. Right? You are the glue that holds everybody together. You've been helping me. You know, you got your, your Madewell construction hat. Shout out to Madewell. You're helping me out with, 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 with things on a personal level to try to help my family kind of get to bigger and better things. You don't have to do that. You well, choose to do that because of who you are as a person. Yeah, it's, it's one of those that, you know, as, and I'm happy that, you know, we've got a close-knit uh, friend circle from high school, sure. from, from eighth grade. You know, it's pretty going, impressive. Going on 20 years. Pretty impressive. Um, 
that it's one of those things that as we all grow that we've been able to stay together and it's 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 inspiring to see you know i appreciate you saying what you did and yeah and i think you exhibit some of those same qualities that, that you were describing mm-hmm. that goes out to all of our friend group that as we grow and it kind of experience new things and you know it, it can be as silly as ordering a dream sickle martini just because <laughs> i want to see what it tastes like why not like i said i never had a martini i like orange i so that was right in my wheelhouse right now um, I have it within myself to not give a shit. Okay. Yeah. At 23 years old, I didn't have that. I just didn't possess that qualities. It's something that I've learned over time and I kind of pride myself on that. And I, I push my kids to think in the same way and people that know me and care about me. You've always kind of experienced that. You've always had that quality about you, even back in high school. And I, I, th- I think it's something that you should be proud of yourself for. Well, I'm certainly happy to hear you say that. And, you know, uh, I, I don't think that's something that's, um, you know, just just from me, I think that's something that that a lot of us, you know, experience sure, and absolutely and and do as we grow up. So absolutely. Uh, one quick thing before I sign off and say what I always say at the end is, I text you earlier because I can't remember if it was seventh grade or eighth grade when you moved to Lubbock. Okay, yeah. you're from New Mexico, which we all have our flaws in life. Some are Yankees fans. Some people are from New Mexico. Well, it's a brief stop in New Mexico, but fine. I don't care. You but lived fine. in New Mexico, but fine. Okay. So at that time, this would have been right before eighth grade year started, okay? Right before. Yeah. There was a baseball tournament going on at Friendship High School. My dad was involved, you know, getting the teams together, stuff like that. So we were there. Me and Sam Hurley were bored out of our minds because we were there hanging out. We couldn't go anywhere. We didn't drive. Yeah. So we meandered from the baseball fields to the football field because the football field's unlocked. Mm-hmm. So we're just kind of walking around on the stands on the visiting side. I, the only reason I say this because just to show you how much I remember this story. <laughs> so I see this kid. Okay, he's he looks about to be my age. I can't say for certain. What what this guy is doing? This kid's doing is running laps around the track around the football field. Okay? Oh yeah. So you would run a lap, and when you would get to where the end of the lap is, your father. And I don't know who the hell this kid is. The father is yelling at, not say yelling, but like, get down and do 20 push-ups. Oh, yeah. So you get up, you do... Uh, 25. 25 push-ups. Correct. Okay. Get up and run again. Runs another lap. 25 push-ups. Mm-hmm. So Sam Hurley and myself are talking, and I remember saying, God, that guy's dad is straight. Who is that kid? Lo and behold, it's you. Mm-hmm. And who I might say is one of the most kind-hearted people I've ever met in my entire life, Bruce Owens. In your experience? Bruce Owens is one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. <laughs> he is not my father, though. Okay. And I remember, like, once I got to know, like, I brought this up, and it's just funny to look back. That was the first time I ever even saw who you were. Then, of course, you wind up at the school that I am. Mm-hmm. All the girls like you. Right? You're the new kid. It's and that he's, confidence. And he's it's that dream, confidence. And that dream, single confidence. Some people have, sorry, mother, they call that, uh, uh, hold on. The, ugh, crap, I can't think of the correct, I don't want to screw it up. It's big dick. It's big dick energy. Energy, thank you. Sorry, God, I was, BDE, which I have that. Um, totally some people have, have big dick energy. David Owens has orange dreamsicle energy. <laughs> I sure do. Flowing. It's just so funny because I remember thinking like that poor kid. I'm going to say it worked out because you were a letterman in many sports all throughout high school. 
one thing lost on that story, mm-hmm. I had just come from baseball tryouts. You tried out for the baseball team? So, yeah, and... there was a full workout prior to that. <laughs> Not event. to mention the nerves and the bubble guts. Yeah. No, so yeah, following that event was the, the four laps. The track, track running and, and the, the push ups. And... Yeah. But I will that give a shout out. Every, probably everyone listening to this podcast, at least from our grade, has a story of Bruce Owen sure. making them run or absolutely. making them work out. That's what he did? Yeah. Absolutely. I just did it more than everyone else. But I feel like it, it paid off because you're a pretty athletic dude. Like, even now, like, you still have kept up with that physique and you're a pretty athletic guy when we played softball. Yeah. So, way to go, like, for instilling that in your son's head. But I remember that's the first memory I have of you, and it's so funny. Yeah. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. I had a blast. It was fun Good. to be here. It was fun to be in your studio. Uh, you definitely have a vibe going in here. I really, I really appreciate you coming out. Um, yeah. You were one of the very first people I text in order to get out here. Yeah. Um, and you responded quickly. Sure. And you came quickly to the podcast. So, oh, yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. Um, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, be sure to find me on Spotify. You can find me on Apple. Any other uh, app or website that does podcasts, but those are the big two. But I'm on every podcast site available having said that with landry griffith make sure you add the with landry griffith or you will wind up at a not as cool podcast uh, find me on instagram that's at having said that landry i repeat at having said that landry on instagram as i called it ig and my daughter made fun of me um, i do now have a twitter uh the previous one i said my name wrong it's not having said that landry it's hst landry having said that at HST Landry, like me. Please get on my Spotify and on my Apple and like it, follow it. Um, every week I will release a new episode. That's going to be every Tuesday. I may have some little bonus episodes with my kids that are just for fun in between. But if you like and follow those pages on Spotify and or Apple, it will alert you when I release the new episode so you won't forget. Um, one thing I'm going to challenge everybody to do before we leave and get away with this today is... Go do something kind for somebody today. I don't care. Like, you may be super nice and want to go, like, buy somebody uh, some new furniture. You notice your neighbor saying their microwave broke. Go buy in that microwave. But something as small as holding the door open for somebody else and giving them, like, that little nod. Um, Pay for the person behind you whenever you go to Taco Villa for lunch today. Um, There's nothing wrong with that. You'd be surprised how much that $3 for that Coke will mean for that next person. And in turn, they're going to feel obligated to pass that on. And it's just going to keep going and going and getting bigger and bigger. I think we can all agree in the world that we live in right now that uh, we could all benefit from a little bit more kindness. Uh, Thanks for everything, David. Thanks again for coming out. Um, I can promise you this will not be the first, or excuse me, the last podcast that we're going to do. It will be the first time. It will not be the last time that we're going to be getting together and doing this. As long as you make the Dreamsicle Martini, I'll always be back. I will always make you a Dreamsicle Martini, baby. All right, guys. We'll see you all next week. See ya.